It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by Price Picks. Price Picks is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week, you might be already in it, it might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience. And without robbing you of the joy, of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From Peak North, this is the Locked on Thunder podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. I am your gracious and humble host, Derek G. Thank you so much for making us a part of your day and coming up on this episode of the Locked on Thunder podcast. We're going to be talking about the Thunder schedule down the stretch. Only a few games left in the NBA season for the Oklahoma City Thunder, and there's a tough stretch of three games coming up right out of the All-Star break, which we've touched on. But where are the breaks? Where are the breaks for the next few games? Where can the Thunder possibly rest? I'll give you those coming up here in just a moment. We will also hear from Paul George in segment number one, his post-All-Star game interview. And then we'll talk about James Harden. Uh, in segment number two, because James Harden is saying that this current scoring streak that he's on, this um, you know thirty, what is it, thirty scoring thirty plus in over thirty one games, why it's out of necessity? Okay, that's fine and well. I don't have a problem with that at all. 
But when Russell Westbrook did it out of necessity after Kevin Durant left, he got criticized. And Russ still has a pretty good winning percentage when he gets a triple-double. So why doesn't James Harden get the same sort of blowback that Russell Westbrook does? It's a fair question to bring up. And then we will wrap things up today. Um, I will let you hear um, from Trey Young. I know that if you're an Oklahoma State fan, you're like, why would you be playing Trey Young on a Thunder podcast? He doesn't play for the Thunder. Well, he does come from the state of Oklahoma. He came back. He's giving to his former gym, former AAU team. But there is something a little bit bigger picture going on with Trey Young and with the NBA in Oklahoma City and why Trey Young hammers that home. So we will talk about that all on today's show here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. My name is Eric G. I work for 1340 The Game in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. I am a credentialed member of the media, just in case you didn't know. I have covered the Thunder now for five and a half years and been lucky enough to have been doing this podcast now for almost a year. We are almost on to a year of doing this podcast, and I thank you very much for your support. I also thank David Locke for letting me have a couple of days off, and I thank you for allowing me to have a couple of days off while I I worked on something. And the intent this week, we will do our best to try and double up So if you are a subscriber to this podcast, which I wish you would be, um, we'll try and give you all five podcasts this week at some point before uh, we get to next Monday. But I really do hope that you do subscribe to this podcast. And the best way to do so, Apple iTunes. Uh, There is also LockedOnPodcast.com. Listen in your car. Listen on your smart speaker. Uh, Either Alexa or Google. It is the Locked On Thunder Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. So the Oklahoma City Thunder are still on the All-Star break, which is good because if any team really ever needed to clear their head for a stretch run, it's Oklahoma City. Still, very, I'm still very upset about the way that they played in that Pelicans game. And I understand what Antonio Daniels was saying after that game about how it's very hard to get up mentally because you know you're essentially going on spring break. You're playing in an arena where not everybody's there, but you're also talking about a team who has championship aspirations. And if not championship aspirations, then you are talking about a team who has, at worst, playoff run aspirations. And my look, I get it. You get bored. There are times it's hard to get motivated. There are 82 games in the season. There are going to be nights and times that you take plays and days and nights off, all all that stuff. But you're also at that point of the season where you need to start looking sharp. Things, all the the fine-tuning needs to start happening now. And you're about to work in another piece in Markeith Morris, and that's going to take you a little while to get used to. So the less things that you've got to work on, on a night-to-night basis, the, the, the more things that can just be automatic, like, oh, I don't know, effort, <laughs> enthusiasm, wanting to play the game, the better off you're going to be as an organization. And I think just getting away from the week, I think getting yourself mentally prepared to play this upcoming stretch with this back-to-back with Utah and Sacramento that are two playoff teams, and then you follow that up with Denver, a team that you're chasing in the standings, just having a week to just kind of get focused is going to end up doing the Thunder a lot of good. And down the stretch, it should do them a lot of good because just looking at the games that they got left, there's not a whole lot of nights off uh, 
uh, that you can take where you're going to get a break. There are a few games with Memphis that are scattered. There's a March 31st game with Dallas, uh, maybe against Minnesota. Minnesota, Houston, Milwaukee are your last three games, and there's a very good chance that positioning could still be on the line there, so you don't want to take for granted that you're going to be taking any of those nights off. But other than that, you're talking about Philadelphia on the schedule. Uh, a couple of dates with Toronto coming up. Several dates with Utah. Golden State still on the schedule, so it's not easy. And if you're looking for a schedule to prepare you for the playoffs, the Oklahoma City Thunder sure have got it. And it's just a matter of how they are going to attack these next few games, which will let us know how ready they are to compete in the playoffs. There's also still the roster juggling that, that that's going on and the Thunder still having to figure out what to do about Deontay Burton, etc. But all in all, I think this team is going to be pretty good. And hey, the All-Star game, I don't know about you, I watched the first half and thought the first half was a lot of fun. A lot of dunks, a lot of athletic ability getting showed off. Second half turned into kind of a three-point shooting contest I didn't think was as fun. Uh, we saw Russ do some Russ things, which was one, give up the easy shot to give to PG. Oh, he's just looking to pad his stats there. And then take ill-advised three. But but that's Russ. And, and I find it kind of silly to complain about the All-Star game and and how it's run. And, you know, we can always talk about how to tweak things and make it better. But, I mean, it just... Even if you make it three on three, even if you do the trades at halftime like I've suggested, pretty much what you got is what you're going to get. And I think that's ultimately what the fans want to see is have a great, fun experience. Uh, thumbs up to the NBA on doing a better halftime show than the Super Bowl. And I think more thumbs up as far as just being more in touch with who you're marketing to than necessarily the NFL is. Um, I guess the NFL kind of knows that it's Super Bowl halftime show, you got to market to moms and women because this is the one time that they're going to watch. But I think the NBA, uh, I think the NBA, I will tell you now, I don't think I know the NBA understands marketing better than any of the other professional sports. They know how to market to the younger demo. They know how to market to the urban demo. They know how to market to the older demo. They know how to market to the rich white demo. I mean, they know how to get just, they know how to get into sub demos and, and make everybody feel welcome at their sport where I don't think Major League, Major League Baseball doesn't do a good job of that. Hockey doesn't do a good job of that. Uh, the NFL certainly doesn't do a good job of that. And that's why I'm a big fan of not only David Stern, uh, but Adam Silver. And speaking of Adam Silver, later on this week, we're going to be uh, dedicating a lot of time to Adam Silver. As a matter of fact, on tomorrow's show, it will be all about Adam Silver and what he said in his State of the NBA address. And we will edit that up because a lot of it pertains to the Thunder. Speaking of the Thunder, here's Paul George from post-All-Star Game. How do you use the All-Star Game? Um, and I, I mean that by... Do you use it as something that you actually gauge how you performed, or is it just about fun, or, or what do you take from it when you're here? It's just about having fun. Um, yeah, at the end of the day, it's for the fans. So it's just to have fun. You know, myself, I was just trying to get a rhythm, stay stay hot behind the three-point line. Um, so just, you know, same as usual, just have fun. Same row. Paul Speedy from Complex. Can you speak to Dirk Nowitzki's legacy on the NBA, uh, being that it was his last NBA All-Star game? Yeah, I think um, just Dirk has just been special to this league. Um, 
one of the probably the most decorate, uh, decorative international player that we um, have and, and we'll see for a long time. Um, you know, he's been special. He's got patent moves um, with the Dirk uh, one-legger. Um, you know, I just remember as a kid him being one of, you know, my favorite players um, just because he was so skilled at his size. Um, and, you know, I would beat teams spreading them out. I used to be the play the spread game uh, back in the day uh, when people wasn't on, on, on that game yet. Um, on video games, I put Dirk at the four, have him spread out, whooping a lot of people bust on that. Dave, here in the front. Paul, Dave, in front of ESPN. Some of us in this room were in Vegas five years ago, and you've come so far since then, um, and you're playing, by all accounts, the best ball of your career, um, even better than you were in Indiana. Um, if that didn't happen, have you thought about what your trajectory would have been? And, and um, you know, are you, are you proud of, of where you're at, considering what you've been through? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure where I would be. Um, you know, everything happens for a reason, obviously, but I'm not sure where I would be. I felt really good at that point before I got injured. Felt like I was getting better, and, and you know, at that at that time, I was going neck and neck with LeBron, and I was just ready for what was next to come. Um, and then the injury happened, and since then, I've had so many injuries come up just because of the, the leg injury. So it was tough. It was tough getting to this point where I'm at now. Um, but I learned a lot. I just learned a lot about myself, um, taught me a lot of character, um, a lot of mental toughness. And um, I think just the experience, being away from the game for a year, getting to see what was going on and, and what I was coming back to, um, it was a learning lesson. Same row on your left. Uh, Sandy Chanak with Yahoo Sports. PG, you, got, um, you guys are among the top in the West right now. You still have Andre Roberson coming back soon. Uh, what is what is this team ceiling? Is there one? Uh, what do you guys have left to prove for the rest of the season? We just want to finish strong. We're not out to prove nothing to nobody. Uh, we just want to finish strong, start playing good basketball. We do got um, a heck of a defender at some point uh, returning back to our roster. We just picked up, I think, an underrated player in Markeith Morris. Um, but again, we ain't proving nothing. We're we going to go out and uh, go at everybody that's in front of us. Over here, standing in the back right. Paul, you're one of the few people here that can pull off the reverse windmill. Did you get any tips from Benson? How long did it take you to pull it off? Honestly, that's just the only way I can I can spin. Uh, I cannot 360 the other way. So by by default, uh, I got a little VC in me. <laughs> Front row on your left. How sweet was it to play with uh, Russ? And did you get to have some quality time together this weekend? Quality time? <laughs> That's so romantic. <laughs> Why? Because it's Valentine's weekend too. Um, no, it's it's just it's always great to share the court with Russ. Um, Y'all know how good Russ is. Um, it's 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 fun. It's fun that we continue on to be teammates um, away from our our team. So uh, we had a good weekend. Over here on your right. Um, Paul George, Kahari Jones, Quasi Sports. How is it having the opportunity to play with some of the uh, in the All Star Weekend with some of the best players in the world? It's great, man. It's it's great <clears throat> um, because everybody has a different skill set and and a different play style. Not one person on that floor um, you can compare to another. Uh, so it's it's just great to see everybody come together. Um, and you know, without practicing, we just learn how to play off off jump. 
uh, with one another. So um, it's great. It's great to share the court with some guys that's going to be Hall of Famers. Last two questions, Nabate. Paul, how are you? Um, Nabate, I was Bill Rona on Sports. Um, speaking of athleticism, Hamadou Diallo, your teammate, mm-hmm. like mastered the slam dunk contest. Talk about how proud he, proud of you, how proud of him that you are, as well as um, what advice did you give him in approaching the contest? Um, I'm super proud of him. There's really no advice to give somebody that that does something better than you. Um, you know, yeah, there's no way I could jump as good as uh, Diallo um, before the injury or after the injury. Uh, he's just a freak of nature, but I'm extremely proud of him. Um, I thought he, like, just owned the spotlight. Um, you know, he, he just showed his personality. And, um, you know, things like that could be confidence booster going forward for us during the season. Uh, so just happy that he was just in the moment. And, and, you know, he came home with some hardware. Last question, Nick, on your left. Paul, you uh, you showed off those handles and uh, hit a couple step back threes. What's it like in this game to be sizing a guy up the way that you did, and um, in, in those moments? Who was guard me? James. What move I do? Yeah. Hit him with his. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's uh, yeah, it's 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 fun. It's fun going against James, man. James obviously is one of the best players um, in our league. It's it's always fun. I had to just give him a little dose of his medicine. Uh, I got that in my package, too, so ain't no travels over here. How do you use the all- I thought that last comment was about as real and as raw as you're going to get from a lot of players these days because most of them are, are so guarded, but just him talking trash on James Harden, him talking trash about how he gave him a dose of his own medicine and then giving the reporter a hard time about, um, you know, spending some quality time with Russell Westbrook. Um, trust me, I don't think Russell Westbrook spends quality time with anybody that's not his family. That's, that's a, Russell Westbrook doesn't give you quote-unquote quality time. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Coming up next here on LOT, We'll dive right back into it and discuss why does James Harden not get the same kind of grief Russell Westbrook does. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. This is the Locked On Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We've also got Locked On Sooners available at LockedOnPodcast.com. Subscribe via Apple iTunes or subscribe at LockedOnPodcast.com and listen in your car, either to work or from work or wherever you're going. Usually we can do a show in less than half an hour, so it'll get you to 
where you're going and where you're from. And just let us know where you're listening at uh, Locked on Thunder on Twitter or at G-E-E-H-S-O. We'd uh, love to hear from you. Uh, Love to hear from you about the show and love to hear from you about where you're listening to the uh, Locked on Thunder podcast. So James Harden tells Rachel Nichols that he's doing what he's doing out of necessity, that these uh, this streak of 30-point games, which is now reached, I think, was it 31, 32 games? Unfreaking believable. I mean, it really is. Between what he's doing and Russell Westbrook's doing, there are a lot of very good individual storylines in the NBA. And at some point, I'm going to rip apart Russ's numbers and do what I can to make a case, a better case than what I have been, for him possibly being the MVP this year. Right now, I've got James Harden. I've got PG, Giannis fighting it out for second. And, hey, that can all flip here in the next couple of weeks. But if Russ is going to average a triple-double in three straight years, he's got to get better consideration than what he's getting. So I want to rip apart the numbers, take a look, and dive a little deeper into it than maybe what I have on the on this show But I will say this, it annoys the living crap out of me, and maybe it does you too that you're a Thunder fan, that James Harden does this, scores 30 points, and people are patting him on the back, and the thought is, well, hey man, Chris Paul was gone, you guys had the Carmelo Anthony deal that didn't work out, you've had other guys banged up, so the only way the Rockets were ever going to win is if you, James Harden, were the guy getting them there. And that was James Harden's whole purpose in life. Get the Rockets in playoff contention, and then once they get healthy and you've got them rolling, put them in contention to make a run through the playoffs. The year after Russell, and this is the year after Kevin Durant left, pre-Paul George, pre-Carmelo Anthony, Stephen Adams hurt for the bulk of the year as, as we know a little, you know, as we know more now. Russell Westbrook averages a triple-double. What's what's the narrative? Come on, you've heard it. Russell Westbrook's padding his stats. Russell Westbrook's a stat hog. He cares more about individual awards than he does care about winning. Okay, load of crap. And a lot of the reason that that happened is in no short form because of Kevin Durant and things that Kevin Durant was saying after he left Oklahoma City. Kevin Durant did a lot to damage Russell Westbrook's reputation. And when Kevin Durant was asked about leaving Oklahoma City and not wanting to play with Russell Westbrook and denying it, I wish Kevin Durant would have just owned up and said, no, look, I didn't want to play with him. I didn't like Russell Westbrook. And I wish it would be honest. Just like I wish, I think Russ would have been a little bit more honest and cold as balls, which we will have audio from that uh, this week as well, because I thought Russ did actually open up a little to Kevin Hart, strangely enough. But it's I, I a lot of Russell's reputation is because of the way he treats the media versus the way that James treats the media. And, and and James, I don't know that James necessarily treats the media any better than Russell, but James will give you a soundbite. James will sound gracious a time or two when you interview him, and then James will give you the honest answer that that came from the heart, and that's quote-unquote real. James James Harden will do that. Russell Westbrook won't. And if we're true at what we say we are, as people who cover the Thunder, then we're, we're supposed to look past 
how we get treated. Now, look, a lot of our jobs do depend on relationships that we have with the Thunder. Russell Westbrook has made it incredibly easy for me to look past the fact that he doesn't answer Barry Trammell's questions. I I wish he would answer Barry Trammell's questions. I don't like the way he treats Barry Trammell. I don't like the way that he treats a lot of members of the media. I don't like the way that he always treats Eric Horn or, um, you know, insert name here. But he is such a great player and his record when the Thunder get a triple-double um, is what? In the last couple of years, it's what? 70 and 21, something ridiculous like that? And we gave you the numbers the other week? So you can't, I'm sorry. Russ did what he did out of necessity. It got the Thunder in the playoffs. The Thunder then reacted. Um, the Thunder don't care that he's getting triple-doubles. They seem to think that it's working and they're certainly not going to stab him in the back. And you can talk about Paul George not wanting to throw his team out into the bus. You can say all that stuff. But I don't believe Paul George is just saying this stuff to say it. I think he truly, honestly means it. And eventually, essentially, Russ is going to have to do one of two things. Taper himself down or win a championship. And when he wins the championship... He needs to be MVP of that championship series. And even then, I still think there'll be he'll still have his critics out there. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. Coming up next, we'll hear from Atlanta Hawks point guard Trey Young. This Locked on podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found... Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. This is the Locked On Thunder Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you very much to listening for the Locked On Podcast Network or for Locked On Thunder on the Locked On Podcast Network. And thank you for allowing us to take a couple of days off, and we'll do our best to make that up to you before Monday of next week. Um, Also want to promote Locked On Sooners. That's available on LockedOnPodcast.com, also on Apple iTunes, Stitcher, Etc. Thank you very much again for for listening to this show. Trey Young came back, former OU player, now former Atlanta Hawks point guard, and is giving to the old gym that he used to play AAU ball at, and he had this to say. To be back when you're so close to being these kids' age, and now you're 
Yeah. They look at you like you know you're you walk on water. Yeah, no, it's it's amazing to be back. Um, I mean, this day that could have been uh, doing after All Star break, but I mean there was no option. I wanted to come back and see this place and see my my AU teams, um, watch them practice, and uh, just to get to see the kids was, was, was awesome to see. So it's pretty cool. Uh, what's it like doing your hometown? You could have done something like this in Atlanta, I'm quite sure, or something like that, but you come back here and do this. Yeah, for me, I, I mean, as soon as I got drafted, I mean, I was thinking about things I could do for my community, not only for the city of Atlanta, but the place that I grew up playing basketball uh, and back home. So, I mean, for me, being able to give back and uh, to from the help of the, the Santa Fe Club and Adidas, I was able to put on um, – Put, put this together with my AU team and stuff, so it's pretty cool. What's it like? Uh, you, What can programs like this do for kids, I guess? Since you've kind of gone through it, I mean, it kind of gives you, I think, enough post-personal what it can actually do for kids. Yeah, it's, it's definitely um, a place where, where kids who don't necessarily have a lot to do um, or it's tough and for their situations at home or things that go on in their life. And for me, I always look at basketball more than just the game. Like, it's... It's a place where kids can get away. Kids can, I mean, get their minds off things. Like basketball is a place where it should be peace and enjoyable. So uh, I'm, I'm happy I'm able to do this because there's so many kids out there that, that, I mean, go through a lot of things throughout the day. So for for them to be able to come here and play games, be on a team, and uh, to have a I mean facility where they can come hoop is is awesome. Something has happened in 11 years in Oklahoma City that I that I never would have ever dreamed happen as a kid and that is is that it's become an NBA town. And I thought when the Thunder moved here 11 years ago it would not necessarily be an NBA town, it would be a Thunder town. You would have people embrace the NBA and follow it, but ultimately they would be OU OSU fans first. And then Thunder fans second, and eh, they might kind of follow the NBA, but they really wouldn't be all that focused on it. And that's just not the truth. And what I think is very cool is because of guys like Trey Young and Blake Griffin, who played at OU, Marcus Smart, who's played at Oklahoma State. One, I think it's good that these guys are not on the Oklahoma City Thunder. And I will hold to that opinion. I, I hope that an in-state player never becomes a superstar here in Oklahoma City because I think both the OU and the OSU fan bases would have a hard time rooting for each other's school. For some reason, it was all right to root for Kevin Durant being from Texas. I think OU fans would have a hard time rooting for Marcus Smart, and I know OSU fans would have a hard time rooting for Trey Young and a guy like Blake Griffin. So in a sense, it's just best for the fan base for this have not to happen. And I think, in a sense, the Thunder were kind of lucky not to get that number one overall pick when Blake Griffin went number one. But you can see now that people go beyond the Thunder. Just anywhere you are out in Oklahoma City now, you can see people not just wearing Mark. As a matter of fact, I don't see many Marcus Smart or Blake Griffin or Trey Young jerseys, but I will see Kevin Durant Golden State jerseys. All right, pisses me off, but it's there. I'll see Steph Curry jerseys. I'll see LeBron jerseys. And people can sit down and talk and riff about the NBA at a bar and at a coffee shop as well as they can any other sport here. And I love that. I never thought it would happen. And for me, there's the 
there's the swell of pride about Oklahoma City taking this step and it being Oklahoma City and being thought of as an NBA town. But I think more than anything, it just shows you the progress that this city has made, not just from a structural standpoint or a financial standpoint, but just in a thought process standpoint that it can embrace something new. And it doesn't always have to be strictly OU, OSU football or things just have to be a certain way. People are coming around to new ways of thinking here in Oklahoma. Dare I say it's becoming somewhat of a progressive state. Now, that may scare a lot of people here, but for me, I find it very cool, uh, especially since my um, my personality is to be a salmon and swim upstream, that when the mob is all going one way, I've got to go the other way. Mob thought scares the hell out of me. But this is something I can I can dig because it's not necessarily a mob thought, but you can go anywhere now in Oklahoma City where there are sports playing on television. When the Thunder are not playing and an NBA game is on, people are actually watching it and paying attention because A, they dig the style of play, and B, there might be something that concerns the Thunder with it. But I, for one, am just thrilled about how this town has embraced the association, not just the Thunder, but the association. And you've got these guys that keep coming back and giving like Young and Griffin and Smart that just make it that much better. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. We'll be back tomorrow. A lot of Adam Silver, three segments of Adam Silver, and it all pertains to the Thunder. Uh, There was one overall theme to a state of the NBA address, and we'll get to that. It's all right here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. And until tomorrow, I wish you that would I wish that God would bless you and your family. I wish everybody would love everybody and of course peace love and thunder up. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.